Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy Spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who didst instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us in the same Spirit to be truly wise and ever to rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Luke. When Jesus had driven out a demon, some of the crowd said, By the power of Beelzebub, the prince of demons, he drives out demons. Others, to test him, asked him for a sign from heaven. But he knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be laid waste, and house will fall against house. And if Satan is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? So you say that it is by Beelzebub that I drive out demons. If I, then, drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your own people drive them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his palace, his possessions are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks and overcomes him, he takes away the armor on which he relied and distributes the spoils. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. When an unclean spirit goes out of someone, it roams through arid regions, searching for rest. But finding none, it says, I shall return to my home from which I came. But upon returning, it finds it swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and brings back seven other spirits more wicked than itself, who move in and dwell there, and the last condition of that man is worse than the first. The Gospel of the Lord Fulfilling the will of God Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is our third petition to God in our Father. We want to draw down from the Lord the graces necessary so that we may do His will on earth, just as the blessed do His will in heaven. The best prayer is that which transforms our desire into His desire. Then we will be able to tell Jesus with joy, Not my will, but thine be done. I want only what you want. This, indeed, is the principal purpose of all prayer, that we identify ourselves entirely with the divine will. If we pray with this spirit, we can always be sure our prayer is answered. Surely, there is no one more interested in our welfare and happiness than the Lord is. Sometimes, without our even realizing, we may want our own will to be done. We may pray fervently that the divine will coincide with our own, 
St. James writes, You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. Whenever we say, Lord, thy will be done, we need to be fully open to God's loving providence. Even when God's plan at first sight seemed to portend nothing but disaster, we have to see things with supernatural vision. There is a higher plane of existence which we do not fully appreciate. The ominous turn of events will perhaps serve as the necessary shadow in a beautiful work of art. After all, is not God's wisdom infinitely greater than our own? If we ask Him for bread, will He give us a stone? Is not God our Father? Abba, Father. True prayer is possible only when there is trust and confidence. Lord, if it pleases you, grant me. God knows best. He is infinitely good. He wants the best for us. Although there may be times when what we want is something different. Let us recall the example of Mary of Bethany. She sent an urgent message to Jesus to come and cure her brother Lazarus who was on the point of death. Jesus did not cure him. He chose instead to bring him back to life. He is wisdom itself, and we are the ignorant ones. Jesus has an all-encompassing view of creation, of our entire life, and of that of our friends. In comparison, we creatures can scarcely comprehend the complex nature of what is going on at this very moment. What we see in our impatience and in an incomplete manner, God sees in all its totality. We do not really know how to pray for what are in fact our best interests. The Holy Spirit gently leads us in the right direction. We cannot so much as pray God willing without His guidance and support. Our challenge is for us to, have, to want the will of God in everything. To accept it with joy. To love it no matter how difficult or incomprehensible it appears. This is not the capitulation of the weak before the strong. It is a manifestation of the trust between the son and his father. The father's goodness teaches us to become fully human. To discover the grandeur of our divine filiation. Purifying the will and its self-centered tendencies. Thy will be done. There are times when our will coincides with that of God's will. Everything moves along smoothly. We make satisfactory progress along our way with little difficulty. Yet we must not forget that the path to sanctity requires the purification of our will and of, of its self-centered tendencies. Even when we are engaged in the noblest of activities, we have to make the effort to identify our will with divine will. God's will has to serve as our pole star, guiding our every step towards beatitude. This will sometimes mean that we must abandon our own plans, which we have so carefully fashioned and mapped out. Perhaps the Holy Spirit will whisper in the depths of our heart, For my thoughts 
are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. Jesus is the perfect example of how to adapt ourselves to the will of God in everything. This is his constant teaching throughout the Gospels. You may recall the scene in Samaria when, after a long day's journey, the apostles brought him some food to eat. He told them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Our ability to live as children of God will depend upon our fidelity to the will of God, even in the smallest details of ordinary life. Jesus himself emphasizes this point. I seek not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. If only we could ask, always say the same. Let us tell Jesus, Lord, I do not want what my senses and my intelligence prompt me to desire. Even if they yearn for good things, I want you what you want, whatever it may cost. If we, if we find it hard to accept the will of God, we should go to the tabernacle and talk it over with Jesus. There we will come to understand that our deepest longing is to accept and love the will of God. If we find the sacrifice to be especially difficult, this may be a moment to unite ourselves with Christ's prayer at Gethsemane. Father, if thou art willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Not my will. Let us repeat these words slowly. In the earliest days of the church, the apostles were faithful to this teaching of the Master. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of the Father who is in heaven. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. The creature finds true happiness in the fulfillment of the Creator's will. The divine will is always oriented towards our true happiness on earth as well as our eternal happiness in heaven. St. Cyprian teaches, Whoever possesses God lacks nothing if he does not let God down. In the light of this, our will has only one purpose, to do what God wants us to do. Ordinary life becomes a theater of action for pleasing God rather than for pleasing ourselves. Since God wants what is best for us, even though we may not understand at the time, we are exercising in this way of living our freedom to choose to do the good. Through our free identification with the divine will, we are transforming our existence into a continual act of love. Loving the will of God in whatever happens. Father, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We should be disposed to do the will of God and to love what God does or permits. When we find ourselves in circumstances that are outside of our control, we should look for God's loving presence. In our situation, if it is difficult, humanly speaking, we should pray in the spirit of abandonment. Is that what you want, Lord? Then it's what I want also. 
These are wonderful opportunities for us to trust more and more in God. The divine will may present itself to us in the form of suffering, of sickness, or the death of a loved one. It may appear to us in the simplest of daily circumstances, such as the gradual weakening and aging of the body, an insufficient salary, or a professional commitment we cannot get out of. It could appear as some failure due to simple mistake or misunderstanding. It might manifest itself in the grating personality of a co-worker, the frustration of an unrealized ambitions and noble dreams, the acceptance of one's limitations, or simply the lifelong struggle to grow in virtue. We may want to say with St. Teresa of Avila, Give me wealth or poverty, give me comfort or discomfort, give me joy or sorrow. What do you want to make of me? What do you want from me, Lord, in this present, actual, concrete situation? If we accept the divine will, God will give peace to our soul. We will also avoid useless human suffering, though we will still experience pain. Christ himself wept like one of us. In the letter to the Hebrews, we read, In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears. Our cries do not defend God, but move him to compassion. You said to me, Father, I am having a very rough time. In answer, I whispered in your ear, Take upon your shoulders a small part of that cross, just a tiny part. And if you can't manage that, then leave it entirely on the strong shoulders of Christ. And from this moment on, repeat with me, My Lord and my God, into your hands I abandon the past, the present, and the future. What is small and what is great, what amounts to a little and what amounts to a lot, things temporal and things eternal. Then, don't worry anymore. The Lord wants us to accept His will in everything. He also wants us to do whatever we can to improve a bad situation, if that is possible. If this is not to be, or if we have to be more patient, let us hold on to our Father God's hand with renewed trust. As St. Paul said in the midst of a great trial, with all our affliction, I am overjoyed. Nothing can take away our joy. Our Lady is a model for us to imitate. Be it done unto me. She said, according to thy word, may your will be done, Lord, whenever it may please you. We give you thanks, Almighty God, for all thy benefits. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.